Toby and TJ with you, T-Row in the morning show. Monday, April 17th, smack dab in the middle of the month of April. New week here. We got the spring game coming up Saturday. Huge week for baseball. All orange this week, Teach. Bedlam tomorrow night, the non-conference edition in Stillwater, 6 o'clock. OU Texas in Austin this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So let's... uh. Let's talk Sooner Baseball this segment. Were you there Friday or just Sunday? Just Sunday. Watched uh, once I got home from Bronx's practice uh, Friday night. Friday was a great college yeah, baseball it was a good game. game. Back and forth. Um, down one going to the ninth. Tech got runners at second and third with nobody out. Looked like they were going to add to their lead and somehow... Oh, you got out of that thing. Some clutch pitching. Gray Harrison got back-to-back strikeouts. And then they scored in the bottom of the ninth to tie it. Had a chance to win it. They were one base hit away from walking it off and couldn't get it. And then Dadgum Texas Tech put a 7 on the board in the 10th. And so they took game 1, 13-7. Game 2, 9-5. The story of that one was Ryan Free out of the Red Raider bullpen, came in in the fifth and did not allow a hit the rest of the day. He was unbelievable. And then Oklahoma won on Sunday 12-2 to in a run rule in eight innings. So Tech takes two of three. Updated Big 12 standings after the weekend. Um, you've got Texas out in front. Texas won two of three at Baylor this weekend. They're eight and four. And... Uh, Kansas State in second place, TJ. Nine and six right now for K-State. How does that make you feel? Dirty in all the wrong ways. K-State 
just posted their second conference sweep this weekend, this one on the road at Kansas. They won yesterday 21-18. to 18. <laughs> Amazing. They're 9-6. and six. TCU's in third at 7-5. and five. Then just a, well, you got one of those Oregon Highway cash chase log jams. West Virginia 5-4. and four. Mountaineers won two of three in Stillwater this weekend. OSU eight and seven. Cowboys in fifth place right now. Texas Tech at six and six. They're in sixth place. Kansas, five and seven. They're in seventh place. And then OU and Baylor have the same win percentage. Baylor's played one more series. Baylor's five and ten. OU's four and eight. But Baylor's got the tiebreaker. So right now, Baylor would be eighth. OU'd be ninth. Reminder, only eight teams make it to the Big 12 tournament at the end of the year. OU has never missed. I think OU and Baylor, the only two teams that have never missed the Big 12 tournament. Uh, The Sooners exactly at the halfway point right now of the conference race. They've played 12 of their 24 games. Okay, before I say anything else, TJ, give me your thoughts on uh, the weekend. Friday night, obviously disappointing. That was a game in which you saw the way that they battled back. They took the lead there in, what was it, the third inning, and then fall back behind. You're able to tie it up in the ninth, build that momentum, and then unfortunately in the tenth, it just all falls apart on you. They score, you know, seven runs, hit the grand slam, and unfortunately not a good way to start the series. So um, not the way the weekend uh, you wanted the weekend to go. You wanted and needed two of three, did not get it. Friday night was your opportunity, I think, there. And um, Sunday they really needed. Braden Carmichael was outstanding. Um, Jackson Nicholas kind of broke out over the weekend, which we had talked a lot about last Thursday and Friday, and he was really swinging the bat well. Unfortunately, that did not translate into wins on Friday or Saturday to get them that series win. This team is... Um, frustrating is not even the right word you see so many glimpses of things and I know it, it, it would anger people because it sound like Lincoln Riley if I said they were close so many times but boy well, they could look right. you said it last year and you were right so you've you've given you've got in, uh, credit in the bank well I don't think this isn't last year's team they're, they're not going to go on this magical run I, I don't see that type of team here but I do see I do see some things that I really like for next year and going into next year to make that type of run. But some guys have to put them, some things together and just be consistent. They just they just can't find the consistency that they need, especially with the, the uh, pitching, to put them over the top in some of these games. So, I don't know. There's so many things to like defensively in certain areas about this team. We talked about Spikerman last weekend. Well, maybe Spikerman's the one that needs to go to the bench. He He's not hitting this year. And then I watched him last night or yesterday afternoon run down that ball in center field. That yeah. for anybody else, that thing's going to the wall. And somehow yeah. how he caught up to it and caught it. And I said to myself in my head, I'm like, that's why he's out there. Like, he makes that play. Nobody else does. So, I don't know. It's, 
It's frustrating, but they are what they are. And I've said this for two weeks in a row. Now I'm going to say it now for the third Monday in a row. Say it again. They're a 500 club. It's, it's what they are. I mean, they're going to float right around 500. And you hope that they win enough here down the stretch that it, they get into the conference tournament. And the way the conference is this year, they could win that thing and work themselves into the tournament. I think that's kind of what they're looking at if they want to get to the NCAA tournament. I don't think they can reel off enough wins with what they've got remaining here to get into that thing. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it would be very hard at this point um, with the way that they've played and dropping these last couple of series. So, I mean, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. How many wins, the, the texter asked, let's take them both. How many more conference wins do they need to make sure they're in Arlington? That right now, let me. Uh, right now, they're on four. Uh, Kansas and Baylor have five. Tech, or West Virginia's got five. They've just played one less series. Tech's got six. How many conference games do they have left? Twelve. Twelve. I would say. You want me to? You want me to tell you what the last few years have been? I mean, as far as what the record at the bottom was. Sure. Maybe that helps because I'm trying to think through this too. So let's go back to twenty. In my head, I was years. thinking eight and four in those twelve to put them at twelve wins. But go no, ahead. You don't. You don't need near that many. Um, to get into the Big Twelve tournament. Yeah, I guess that is too many to get into the Big Twelve because that bottom team's going to have, not have that many. So yeah, it, go ahead. It, it has somewhat wildly fluctuated. So in 2018, the last place team was Kansas State. They only won five games, conference games. 2019, Texas finished last. Remember that? They won seven. Uh, we did not have baseball in 2020, not conference baseball. 2021, uh, everybody went. That was the year when there was the forgiveness, remember? And West Virginia and Kansas both had eight wins at the bottom. They ended up playing each other in like a play-in game. Mm-hmm. Last year, Kansas, the last place team, won four. So between four and eight has been last place the last five years. Which obviously we know this year four is not enough. No. <laughs> They're already out at that point. They're already at five. <laughs> and you're not going to win the tiebreaker with Baylor. Now, you still could with Kansas. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Answer that question. Well, How I many think... wins they got to get to? You know, here's one more piece of the puzzle. Baylor, they have three conference uh, series remaining. They are at Tech, home against West Virginia, at TCU. They got a tough stretch to close. I think nine's the number because even if Baylor won one game per series, they've still got three plus the breaker on you. So I'm going to say nine's what you have to have here. So you got to have five more conference wins. Five more wins out of 12. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is doable for this team. Oh, yeah, sure. Especially um, with Kansas coming up. So. I think you're in the ballpark. I think eight or nine. Let me see what Kansas has left. They come to Norman, but uh, I hate that we're having this conversation. It's just so jumbled this year. Like, the teams that are normally at the bottom are at the top, and the teams that are normally at the top are in the middle or at the bottom. and Like, they're not happy in Stillwater right now. Go, they're 
really struggling the last two, three weeks. They got mm-hmm. beaten at home by West Virginia. Uh, Texas Tech right now would not make the NCAA tournament in all likelihood, and they're ranked. Their RPI is in the 60s. They're in the bottom half of the Big 12 standings. I mean, it's just an odd year. Uh, okay, Kansas remaining. They have OSU at home, at OU, Texas at home, at Texas Tech. Oof. They got they got a brutal stretch. So, yeah, probably if you win the Kansas series, which is an absolute must, then you can finish in a tie with them. That might give you a little leeway, but probably eight or nine is is the right answer. Okay, NCAA tournament, Teach. What would they have to do from here to the wire to make it to the NCAA tournament? As far-fetched as that may be, uh, their current record is 19 and 18, and their current RPI is 73, which is not terrible. They have 11 games left against quad one teams. Okay, go ahead. How many games did they have to win? Out of the uh, out of the 19 regular season, you know, assuming they would have to get to the tourney, so let's just say regular season to give themselves a shot. Out of the 19, typically you got to fall in that 30 to 35 win range, right? That's 11 uh, to get to 30. I would have to say 13 more wins. I like that number, 13 out of the last 19. Again, this is a conversation that right now sounds ridiculous. It is ridiculous, yeah. 13 out of the last 19 puts you at 32 wins, and you would have along the way there beaten some really high-profile teams, some high-RPI teams to get to that point. Sure. So your RPI would be at a really good spot at that point, meaning you had beaten OSU, you had beaten Texas, you had won at West Virginia. You know, all those kind of things. but And that's that's, that's a, obviously that's something flipped ask. for them. It's a big ask, and that's why I said a little bit ago, probably what you're looking at is trying to get hot and win a lot of those games and just working your way into the Big 12 tournament and then yeah. seeing what happens in that tournament. Roll the dice. That's, that's, yep. that's the roll of the dice there for you. You hope that you get, you know, Good Braxton Douthat out there on the mound at the Big 12 tournament. Braden Carmichael can give you the type of game he gave you yesterday. Jamie Hitt has a nice game. And and then see what happens in, in riding that thing out. So, Because I, I think, as we've said, much of the season they've proven out to be about a 500 team, which gives you about 9 or 10 more wins. So that's going to I'll tell you short. what I like right now. And I'm fully aware of the situation they're in. I'm not trying to be rosy. I'm just going to tell you, coming off that weekend, what I like right now. I feel like their starting rotation is in as good of a place as it's been all year right now because of the Braden Carmichael performance yesterday. Doubt it's going to be fine. He had a rough start. It was his first game back after being a little scared about his arm. Jamie Hitt was very good on Friday again. He's just consistently keeps getting better and better. Carmichael's pitching really well. I feel pretty good about their rotation. Not last year good, but I feel better than I have all year about their rotation. Cale Davis made a very good appearance out of the bullpen this weekend. I'm not sure why they didn't use him more, but 
we'll see if that going forward can solidify. That something. was curious in some of those situations that they didn't use him. And I don't know if that was a Especially confidence thing that they were scared to maybe what he's been through and stuff to put him in that situation. I don't know. But yeah, Friday was what I'm thinking of. And, and I thought that was strange that we didn't see him in a couple of those situations. Is there any chance they're wanting to start him Tuesday? I mean, sure, yeah, there's a chance of that, I think. And that, they were trying to just kind of keep some innings off. But you still, you got to go win games, you know, mm-hmm. if you yeah. think that. Here, The other thing is, Nicholas coming on, Spike, slower, but still hit, better. He's been better. He homered over the weekend. Madrin, monster game yesterday, continues to hit better. Dakota's back in the lineup now. He didn't hit for much this weekend, but he will. There's some things there to be optimistic about. Maybe not win 13 of their last 19 optimistic, but reason, I think, to not give up on this team yet. Offensively, they're capable. There's no doubt about that. It's it's your bullpen that you've got to worry about at this point and, and what you've had to worry about. If you go 2-2 two and two this week, you've got a, a stretch of games after that where you might be able to rack up a little bit of a winning streak. ORU at home, Kansas at home for three. You had Dallas Baptist in West Virginia after that, Gonzaga after that. You know, not I'm not saying any of those games are easy, but none of those are Texas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, TCU. You know, you've got about four, five, eight, eleven, twelve. You got twelve straight games where you could put together something. Um so, but they need to keep their head above water this week. They gotta go win a couple. I mean, more than that would be great, but got to go. And they're all four on the road at OSU Tuesday at Texas on the weekend. Yeah. It's all tough. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. 820 in the morning. We'll be back. The T-Row in the morning show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Been in business since 1952. Leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. Copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management. R.K. Black. RKBlatt.com. 405-943-9800. All right, get after it, Teach. What, what are the people saying out there today? Text line. Broken Arrow Fat Boy says... This team is hot garbage. Stop making excuses. It's pitiful and embarrassing. Oh, boy. What is going on today, teacher? <laughs> There's some angry. Broken Arrow Fat Boy. I mean, you got a name like Broken Arrow Fat Boy. It sounds like you're mad all the time anyway. Got, there's a lot to not be happy about yeah. there. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody stay positive out what's, there. Seriously, what's the deal with people today? I honestly don't know. They're, this is they not do seem to be the cranky. rush. This is normally the rush. Hey, let's go back to the text line, eh? What are you angriest about today? Everybody text us in. You and I are not explaining or making excuses. We explained what they have to do. I don't think either of us expect them to reel off enough wins that they have 34-35 wins to comfortably get into the tournament. We're just saying what they have to do, that's the number that you got to look at. Is it realistic? No, not at this point. It's not realistic. Probably not. Right. So... Probably the path to them for them to the NCAA. Probably they're not going to the NCAA tournament. Right. And there's a chance that they're not going to make the Big 12 tournament. But their best path to get in this year is to win enough games to get to Arlington and hope you get hot. 
as you accurately pointed out. If you want to be an immature crybaby about it, then you can just text a local radio show and go, this team's hot garbage. Grow up. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you two suck, too. I already beat you to that text. Um, what I thought was crazy, Tech leads the Big 12 in errors, and I felt like they didn't make many errors this past weekend. Uh, I think they made at least one a game. They had a couple of... Uh... Excuse me, I'd take a pill. They, I'm not sure if they made what? one on Saturday. <laughs> Just randomly? <laughs> well, I had it in my hand, and for some reason that felt like the spot. <laughs> Hold on, I got to take my Metamucil here. They dropped a couple of pop-ups on Friday. Remember the first baseman, like, twice that dropped pop-ups. Was, yeah, that win was nuts. Um, yesterday they had two blown plays on the infield. That neither one were in error because of how it, but like the first baseman went to try to get a ball he couldn't get to, and then the pitcher was late to the bag, and that allowed, and then the the shortstop turned to second, nobody was at second, so he threw to first, and that was too late. So they had a few of those this weekend. Um, yeah, that that those neither one of those teams are great defensively, but Tech is pretty atrocious. You had the TV that pitcher tapping the bag. Did, did he miss the bag? Because I it looked like he I was never out got a me. good angle of it. Okay, yeah, I never. I never could tell for sure. I mean, I'm glad it went the way it did on the call, that, but it didn't look like It was like a he... terrible weekend for the Umps, by the way. They blew a call on Friday night that was just horrific. The the Diego double down the oh, right the field double. line, yeah. clearly fair. Mm-hmm. Clearly fair. And then just the strike zone was all over the place. And there was another play yesterday. Oh, there was a pickoff attempt on Saturday. This, act- this call actually went OU's way. They picked off a base runner at first, a Texas Tech base runner, who it wasn't even close. He was safe. And they called him out. He's sitting there staring right at it. The guy's bag's back on the bag. And then he tags him. He calls him out. Tech challenges it and wins, of course. They were just terrible. They were not good. Uh, from none, of it, none of it caused OU a game. I'm just saying. It was not good. Uh, Ty from Bartlesville would like to know, Toby. Why do all of our men's sports suck this year? All right, I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a good show today. I think that's a joke. I will be back with you tomorrow, possibly, maybe not. (laughs) These boomer doomers are out and about this morning. Jeez, what this texture says. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I hope you guys find last year's national championship postgame interview with Gasso. You'll be needing it in about a month. <laughs> that one's fair. That one's fair. If you're late, I, I played the uh, wrong interview with KJ Kindler this morning. Twice. When you, when you have so many post-national championship interviews, right. it gets confusing to keep them yeah. straight in a file, okay? Think about that sentence. I played the wrong <laughs> national championship post-game interview. <laughs> what a great problem to have. I still haven't found the right one. Fortunately, we got KJ coming up live here in the not-too-distant future. Uh, Brandon from Shawnee says, I really hate the Stanford tree. (laughs) I think the Stanford tree, like, welcomes physical contact. You know what I mean? Like, it would be fine with you tackling it, I think. Uh, Getting lost in the branches. Bullpen has killed us this year. Uh, it's, It's hurt, yeah. Uh, Ty from Barlesville says, yeah, sorry, I just had to mess with Toby on that. 
Leave me alone. I'm sensitive. Uh, do you guys think this team is living off of last year's success? I think that... I think that last year, no, the answer is no, but I see what you're saying there, and I will kind of agree in this regard. I think last year put a lot of pressure on the guys that came back to try to duplicate it. Nicholas, Spikerman, Clark. Who else needs to be thrown in there? Those guys have not. Pettis, thank you. KP's had a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has. The other three, until this weekend, have struggled massively. Well below what they were expected to do coming into this year. And I think there's a chance that they felt a little bit of the pressure from being the... Sorry about that. From being the freshman, you know, there were other seniors like Peyton Graham and Jimmy Crooks, or upperclassmen anyway that were leaders, and these guys just came in and were freshman stars, and now all of a sudden they were the vets and had to be the leaders, and they were the team that went to the College World Series. And I, I don't, I, maybe that pressure got to them a little bit. I think the – Jiminy Christmas. Whoa. What's going I quit. Terminex is here. What a show. What a show. I'm turning it to what another time's your, station. What time's your, what time's your hot sauna today? <laughs> Let's see if I can get a massage, too. Uh, what was I saying? I think the, the bottom line is they, gra- they, they had 13 guys drafted in the Major League Baseball draft. They lost a ton of talent. Big-time talent. And they are in a little bit of a rebuilding mode this year. I mean, that's just... Whether you whether you like that answer or not, I think it's the truth, and I think we knew it going into the year. Now we did it. We expect it to be nineteen and eighteen. No, but they were definitely not going to be as good as last year when you lose thirteen guys to the Major League Baseball draft. So this is a year where they're trying to restock and hopefully get in and see if they can make a late run but probably are building toward next year and the world just will not get off my back this morning we will be back the ref radio sports network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at brown o'haver fire wind theft or tornado we can help call 405-735-5510 I did not expect this this morning. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I did not either, and I it honestly is. don't know what triggered it. It was pretty early on in the show, so I am not sure what happened this weekend with people. It was really quite a good weekend pretty much all around. And this feels like OU just lost 49 nothing to Texas today. <laughs> Softball. Was it the, was it the tax... Was tax day today, right? It's tax day today. Someone Is just texted that in and said, uh, "Guys, maybe it's that it's tax day today, and people are just in a bad mood in general." Uh, you know what? That makes some sense. That makes some sense. Nobody likes tax day. Oh man! Do uh, any more text messages there that uh, we didn't get to when we kind of got going on baseball for a bit? 
Um, the show, this show sounds like a three-ring circus. No joke, man. Uh, let's see here. What the Terminix it? guy showed up at my house at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Major League uh, Baseball draft talent. What about David Sandlin and his first two starts on the mound as a pro fire? Yeah, he did good. You know, I. Uh, in addition to the guys OU got drafted, do you remember they picked up Jared McKenzie and Kyle Nevin from Baylor in the transfer portal this year? Mm-hmm. Probably Baylor's best two players from right. last year. Yeah. And they got drafted. They, they got drafted, yeah. <laughs> it's sounding like to me uh, most of the men that are texting in are sick of the women winning in their sport at OU. <laughs> Yeah, how about we just be happy? Right, that's what they're angry about. <laughs> oh, shut up about the women. The men suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, national titles are nice and all. Run rules are, are nice in softball. Whatever. Have you seen Porter in the transfer portal? I haven't. Haven't seen a thing yet. <laughs> Toby, did you think? Did you ever think football would be the high water mark of the year? <laughs> uh, Zach says, this is coming off a run rule win over Tech, by the way. That yesterday, was a nice they, game yesterday. They lost the they series, run but that was a nice game. Texas Tech. They, they did run rule. <laughs> no small feat. Uh, Zach says, another Yesterday was another day, though. The run rule cracks me up. In baseball, I've talked about this before, but I'm pretty sure that it's a Sunday rule in the conference and has been for the last couple of years, but you want to make sure when you're calling the game, am I supposed to say this is a walk-off? Are we going to keep playing? Are you guys going to go shake hands? There's a nine-run lead. What's about to happen here? Right. And just nobody wants to say anything. Just, it's just, can we please, before a game starts, just let everybody know what rules we're playing under today. Would that be hard? You guys are so superstitious about everything. Um, are we playing under a run rule? Shh, shh, shh. Oh, now you jinxed it. Now we'll never win again. Oh, my God. You're right. That's how it works. Maybe so they don't have to say anything, and you don't even have to ask. Someone is responsible each Sunday with bringing you in either a green M&M, that means the run rule's on, or a red M&M, the run rule is off. Nobody says anything. They just That's place too a, much. An no, M&M, that would be uh, too much. That would be the curse you. of the M&M if they <laughs> lost. And we'd be talk- Kurt would be talking about that forever. <laughs> you just got to know, don't you? Just can't you wait and see if we shake hands or not? I don't even know what you two were discussing because I wasn't listening to your broadcast. I was at the game. Obviously, Kurt was, and all of a sudden in the group text, something came up about a jinx and this and that, and I was like, I don't even know what these two were talking uh, about. So we were, like, Carmichael's cruising along. He's in, like, the fifth or sixth inning, right? And he gets the first two batters out. And uh, I said to George, as good as Braden Carmichael's been today, he hasn't had a one, two, three inning yet. And then, like, next pitch guy singles into right or something like that. And Kurt said, there's the oh, I got Toby you. Jinx. I knew, I knew it was something you had said. Yeah, yeah they gave up a base hit. <laughs> uh, Zach here says, I spit out my coffee when the Terminex guy showed up at Toby's house. Another great show, folks. 
<laughs> now oh, we've got Toby in a bad mood. Great job, Sooner Nation. Yeah, That's go what on, says, Dexter says. That's all right. I'm going on a, a, a therapy walk with my wife as soon as the show's <laughs> over. So she'll fix everything. I loved every minute of the show. Keep it up. Don't change a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. I'm glad you have. Here, here comes another one, though. Worst finish for Moon's Gymnastics in over a decade. Pick Shelfer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we're caught up. <laughs> Just people are getting silly now. Well. Just think how you're going to be able to go sit in this hot sauna and let all of this soak away. I'm really very much looking forward to And then everybody's going to wake up tomorrow and be in a much better mood. Looking forward to my happy. infrared sauna. Yeah. <laughs> you think tomorrow everybody's going to be good? I think, yeah, they'll be much better. Yeah. Leeds plays today. That could put me in a good mood. Or a bad mood. They play Liverpool. So it could very well not go good. We'll see. Um, well... Is there anything else I wanted to touch on today that we did not get to? NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball. How you guys beat the uh, Astros? Took the series from the Astros. Oh, that had to feel good on the road, right? On the road, that felt really good. That felt really good. Uh, When's the last time that happened for your Texas? It's been a Rangers? while. It's been a while. They're all alone in first place. Nice. Yes. So. Yeah, they've got me sucked in. I'm all excited about this. Team you're watching now. every game and you're I'm, glued I'm keep, and all. That even when stuff. I can't watch, yeah, I'm like following the box score and, and following along on GameCast if I can't watch at the time. So yeah, they've sucked me in. Well, that's good. I'm excited for you. That's a good feeling. You guys are doing pretty well too. Um, enough that I'm still interested. Interested. Yeah. I think we're six and nine. Let me look here. I had it pulled up here. I think we might be in oh, last. Oh, you are in last place last. now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we got the Rays coming up the next three days, so that ought to go well. <laughs> hey, they've slipped. They lost a couple this weekend. Yeah, we're in last place in the Central 15 games into the year with 147 to go. So just <laughs> brilliant start. Sorry, I thought you guys were doing a little better than what you were when I said that. Are you one of these sarcastic texters? <laughs> no, I honestly thought you guys were like hovering. Hey, uh, Reds are doing great. Why don't you update us on your Reds? They're doing great. I thought you were sitting at eight or nine wins. I'm sorry. Chris Plank's back. Um, all he does is win. <laughs> we'll hear from him next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by R.K. Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, T.J. Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. At Plank Show joins us live now. He will safely guide you for the next three hours, and a big three hours it will be. Chris, you're going to have some very special guests with you in studio. Yeah, you were already hanging out with him yesterday. Huh? That's right. The champs, right. the champs are here. Isn't that from Ali? Champs are here. 
Now you got to take me back to how you played the wrong interview. Was it what was in the Dropbox file? Because yes. I did the same thing. I went back because I'm writing an article on it, and I went back and, and and was looking for it. And literally, it was last year's. And I'm and I'm transcribing it, Toby. I'm oh, transcribing boy. it. I'm getting because you know what's what's the worst thing on the planet? Transcribing. It's the worst. Uh, if anyone comes up with technology to make that not possible, then I'm here for you and not AI. Isn't that chat GB? No, that's not chat. Chat, 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 chat GBT? GPT? Um, so, yeah, the champs are here. Let me, let me give you the schedule here real quick, Toby. Because go I, ahead. Go ahead. I do have a very important question for you, um, having spent some time in the Cincinnati area this weekend. Uh, it looks like we are kicking. Oh, Tom and Lou are going to be in at 10 a.m. Then Jenna Dunn and Bell Johnson. The electric Danae Fletcher and Danny Seavers are coming in at 1040. Audrey Davis and my uh, my son's classmate, Sheridan Ramsey, which makes me feel very old because they went to Booker T together. Uh, and then at 1130, Olivia Troutman and Ali Stern before KJ wraps it up with us. So 10 to noon today, guys. It's Stick around, champs. Wall-to-wall champs. <laughs> On the Plank Show. Okay, go ahead. Cincinnati question. Is there a better airport in America than the Cincinnati, Kentucky airport? Have you been in there recently? The last time I was in the Cincinnati, greater Cincinnati, Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, Ohio airport. And somehow I drove through Indiana to get to the airport, too. So I left Hamilton, Ohio, went through Indiana, yeah, and then ended up in Kentucky to get to the airport. Crazy. Here's my here's my uh, Cincinnati airport story. The last time, and maybe only time I've been there, <laughs> oh, I was okay. with uh, Michael Dean. Whoa! We played Cincinnati. You'll remember this game. We played Cincinnati. This is the first year on the job, I believe. Mm-hmm. Basketball played Cincinnati. Right. Airport middle of the night, <gasps> like two a.m. Oh, that's right. You slept to in fly the to Tempe. We, we, we connected. We were flying from Cincinnati to Tempe, and we connected in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> so we Man. flew from Cincinnati to Charlotte, sense. Charlotte to Phoenix, slept in the press box, uh, and then we called the OU Iowa game. Was that our first bowl game? That we was our first Chris? bowl game together. And Camera fell on a guy that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, it was pretty wild because. I was st- I was very inexperienced. I, di- I didn't have the confidence just to go out and stick a mic in front of someone. And I'll never forget, uh, Eric Barnhart was down on their field. He's like, who do you need? And I, my answer was, anybody. And literally, Brent Venables came over and talked to us for 10 minutes in the postgame oh. show. It was awesome. And then we had to race. the game when Stats Kelly was yelling at the like the yeah. Learfield boss yeah. about credentials yeah, or he something? Was, like he that. was mad that the guy that had our credentials, who I think was like John Learfield. I don't know. I'm not for sure, yeah, but it was, was way up the way up the totem pole. He was up the totem pole, and Stats mm-hmm. is just wearing him out. And you're like, bro, he's really been fun working this one year with you on the broadcast. <laughs> um, good times. But so yeah. that's my Cincinnati. I don't remember the Cincinnati airport. It's nice. It was unbelievable. All I remember is our ride there. Was mm-hmm. very scary in the Uber. Boy, they got they got some road in issues around world, it. With the things, the way they've gone on, I would be reporting this guy. Mm-hmm. He was very much into uh, guns and a lot Whoa. of other uh, political stuff and some weird conspiracy theories. And then 
sitting in the airport waiting for our flight, and Pete Rose is standing in front of us waiting to board. <gasps> Whoa! Nice. That's all I remember about the airport, though. I don't remember the airport itself. I just, I'll just say this: it's almost on departure time. <laughs> <laughs> he was going down. Cash. He's got yeah. the departures and the arrivals. I'll just say this: it's almost as if when Cincinnati built its airport. They got with a lot of people that use airports or that are involved in ingress and egress and said, how do we make this work? Mm-hmm. It's you, you park your rental car. You can walk to the terminal. Um, everything is right there. I've never been more impressed. There's even what's your famous chili that is isn't skyline, really chili. Skyline. There's even a, a skyline there. And then right across from a skyline is their competitor. Uh, so it I was would not recommend eating skyline and then getting on an airplane. Well, let's just say <laughs> it wasn't open whenever I showed up at four 55 in the morning. Cause I'm not going to lie to you. As soon as I found out they canceled that Sunday game, I started the, can I get out of here Sunday morning? What's the earliest you can get me out of here. On Sunday morning. So Did you get out early? I got out early, dude. I was home by 10 o'clock. boy. It was great. Way it was great. to beat the system. And immediately went, used my mower, and threw a belt. So I've got a half-mowed oh, yarn that boy. needs a little attention here. But, yeah. yeah, so see? I had a terrible weekend, too. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we look good, by the way. Oh, you softball look good this weekend. I'm just warning everyone. Um, after this whole, you haven't run ruled anyone in a while. What's rub wrong with in, you guys? Chris, rub it in. They looked really good this weekend, and that Toby, uh, you're very famous in Cincinnati, Ohio, Tiro. So if you mm-hmm. ever need to go back there, a lot of people uh, wanting to say hey to you. It's uh, if you ever need to get to Miami of Ohio, people. those are your yeah. people. And by the way, Miami of Ohio, awesome campus, but literally really? right in the middle of a neighborhood, more so than OU. Right, you're driving down Lindsay, you're like, whoa, there's a college. You come up over a a hill in a rural area, and then you're like, "Well, hey, hey, look! There's where Ben Roethlisberger played. That's where Wally Zerbiak and Ron Harper played. It's literally in the middle of nowhere, and it was really, really cool. So, a lot of great Sooner fans. They played well this weekend. Can't wait to get down to Waco, man, and uh, avenge a little re- avenge, TJ, revenge, whatever. On my on my phone, anytime somebody tags my account or the at OU on the air account. It pops up on my on my phone, like I get a notification, right? And so I'm in the middle of calling a game Saturday, I guess, and a pop up Twitter notification says, "Hey, question: Is that stadium where Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> played in college?" And I'm like, "What is this person talking about?" Because I can't see which account it's tagged. You know, it's just it's like, "No, Ben Roethlisberger did not play baseball at L. Dell Mitchell Park." <laughs> And then I was like, oh, oh this yeah, is for yeah, Chris. Yeah. This is for Chris. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> All right. Hey, Chris, uh, have fun with the, the champs. Yeah, today. man. Toby, have a great day. Enjoy the walk. Do you know if you're having last year's KJ or this I'm year's I'm having – I can confirm it's this year's KJ okay, that's coming good. in. Whew, that's good. Okay. Right, have a brother, good show, buddy. See you, buddy. Toby. Thanks to you fine folks for – you know what? Never mind. Forget you guys. You were no fun today at all. Try to be better tomorrow. Have a great Monday, everybody.